0: Y'all ready? Yep. Can you record? Yep. <laughs> I think so. All right, three, two. All right, are you looking to buy or sell real estate? You've got questions, we've got answers. Welcome to the show. It's going to be great. Featuring Matt and Jen from Home Team For You. And now, without further ado, it's Matt and Jen. <laughs>
1: hey, guys, it's Jen's daughter, I'm Matt Cornstead. And today, we are going to be doing some talking about staging and a few other fun things. But first, I'd like to go in and introduce some of our guests. Our team member guest,
2: our first one, is Sam Barzak. Tell us a little bit about you. Hi, I'm Sam Barzak. Um, I have lived in the Madison area on the near east side, kind of Willie Street area for the past three years. Um, Before that, I was living abroad in New Zealand and Australia. um, And originally... what good day, mate. Good day, mate. Little shrimp, shrimp on the Barbie. On the Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before that, live or from Illinois, and then went to University of Iowa for school. Go Hawkeyes. Bluch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wisconsin. All right, and moving on. <laughs>
1: all right, and we have Diane Weaver. Tell us a little bit about you.
3: Hi, um, I'm Diane. I um, have lived in Madison for um, a year and a half now. Um, my three kids live here, my three big kids live here as well, and my husband, Ken, is on the team with us also, and um, before that, I lived in Illinois as well, and I love Madison, I love biking, I love kayaking, I can't wait till festivals and music come out again. Yes. Yeah, for real. Yes.
0: We also have a special guest today, we'd like to welcome Debbie Lee with Showcase Home Stagers. Debbie, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
4: Hi, I'm Debbie Lee. Um, Grew up um, originally from England when my family immigrated to the States, and we landed in California, and we moved here 24 years ago with my husband's job transfer. Love Madison. Um, Looking forward, we love the cycling trails here in Madison. Um, We just love Wisconsin in general. Love it, so and of, I live on the far of, west side. What
0: part of England were you from?
4: Small village. I'll just say Cambridge, about twelve <laughs> miles, uh, just outside of Cambridge. So big university town, just like uh, here in Madison. I'm Very in Cambridge too. Culture. Oh, you are. Yeah, Wisconsin. I yep, Cambridge, oh. Wisconsin. Yep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pretty similar. <laughs> Same thing. So close, Plus yes. accent. And I grew up on a road <laughs> so called
1: Knightsbridge. Isn't that in England, too? There's a Knightsbridge? Yes. See? Yes. We're, 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 we're very...
0: We're practically we're, family. We're,
1: yes. That's what it is. Oh, that's very funny. Cool. All right. Can you tell us a little bit how you got into staging and your background with that kind of stuff?
4: Yes. Um... Actually, my background's kind of sales and marketing, but we actually emigrated to the states because my aunt was a realtor in California, and um, my dad and grandfather had a business. We she was um, always been interested in it. I like the um, I like the the whole concept of I'm not an interior designer, but I like the pulling things together. I won't say starting from. Scratch, but just walking in and pulling things—I would say pulling things together, starting from what somebody has and seeing it kind of go through through it to um, the first steps to the last steps and seeing the whole big picture. So I do enjoy the um, the spatial planning, the sales and marketing concept, and working as a team with the home seller. Um, I just love the whole portion of working with everybody. Can't really say one thing that i love more than others from start to start to end but um it's been, it's been a fantastic career for me
0: how long ago did you start uh home home showcase home stagers
4: started showcase home stagers i think um it was mid january 4th 2005 wow. so it's been quite a while mm-hmm. there's been quite a few changes
0: yeah especially now with covid yeah.
4: so yeah do you want me to touch on that a little bit sure yeah, that's
0: why we're, yeah. that's why we're doing this friday uh, skype and not in person
4: (laughs) yeah so obviously previously i was in home and as of last march um to keep everybody safe it's turned to virtual staging and how i work this is kind of like what we're doing right now um home sellers um will send me their images i upload them to an album and then i make have the appointment with them and um just walk through virtually with them from the beginning to the end. they send me their images from exterior, and they start at the front door and we walk, I'm, it's as if I'm walking through the house with them. Uh, it works really well. People are very comfortable now with the zoom or FaceTime, so I can start get working on their home from the time they give me their images to so I get a little bit of a head start and then we do the virtual.
0: Going forward, what do you see it? Being like do you see a kind of a mix of virtual and in person or do you kind of lean in one way or another?
4: I hope so. I, I enjoy being in the home, but right now this works really well. Um, I think um, it's, I, and I think it's going to be here for a, a bit of time. so um, it's not that I don't want to be in the home and out in the public, but uh, um, like everybody, we it, 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 it is what it is.
1: So I know that I've talked to you several times about my own stuff when it comes to what colors to use for rooms. But when you're going into a home and it's they've got some brighter colors and things and things need to be neutralized, do you have uh, certain colors that you tend to go to and recommend now?
4: I do. I really like a combination of the gray-tan colors, which I refer to as the grayish colors. And in choosing colors for staging, it you, know, you want to look at your... Countertops, the permanent features of your home, um, and I think the um, the trend is probably more to the warmer grays right now. I think it's um, buyer friendly. Um, it's not um, not that we can't use the tans, which are um, just a neutral color, um, have been used for a, quite a while. But the, and then the gray came in. So with this combination, it kind of lends itself to most people's furnishings. It's a it's a warm feel in the home. It doesn't um, It tends to go with more of the countertops, the cabinetry, um, and I can use it throughout the home. If the carpet changes or the furnishings are a little um, lend themselves to a cooler tone, to a warmer tone, and room from room to room, it it's a blending color. Mm -hmm.
1: So I know Diane has a background in design as well. When if we don't have the opportunity to be able to uh, neutralize the color being able to work with the color. Say somebody has a really dark blue room. What are some of the things that you guys would do with that to, to work with it and make it seem, you know, more workable?
3: Well, I think that um, dark blue is actually a popular color right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think the grays and the tans and the whites um, work well with it. Um, I do know that if you have... Um, The lighter the colors the more space you're going to create so you're gonna want to put a lot of light um, maybe some light rugs some lighter furniture since the room would be pretty dark with just the dark blue or maybe do some leave dark blue on one wall for an accent color and do the others a soft white Mm -hmm.
1: yeah making rooms bigger Debbie what are the tips for making rooms feel bigger
4: there's a few tips on that um obviously decluttering start with packing away some items um it is larger furniture pieces if they feel like they're taking up too much space visually and of course with the you know 90 percent of the people are looking online and this is what i'm pulling from the internet so those aren't my numbers um they search online right now so if there's bigger pieces that are taking up visual space in the room, some of those pieces take out. For example, china cabinets. Sometimes the top of a china cabinet come out without having to remove the whole piece. The other thing is um, not necessarily having all the furniture up against the walls. It's bringing it in a little bit into the room so there's some space behind those pieces. It's um, um, taking out um, large artwork pieces or putting them in specific areas that will draw your eye to an area that's a little bit larger unless Feels a little crowded in one area. Um, lighting, taking down draperies. I mean, there's a big thing right now with naked windows. Um, it's not a negative. Um, heavy draperies with big balances. And sometimes it's taking the um, screens off the windows, let more light into the room. It really is about the light, creating that open space.
0: Do you find yourself uh, staging your house over and over? <laughs>
4: <laughs> no. I do get asked that. Uh, I do like, I do like change, so I, I will pull things <laughs> and you know, if you've got the big pieces, sometimes it's just moving the little, tiny accessories around, um, adding books. And so, yeah, I do play with it. It keeps my, keeps me fresh.
1: So do you make your husband move all the furniture or you just like, get out of my way?
4: <laughs> it's called sliders. Your sliders are the best. Yeah, they are. They're the magic uh, trick. Um, Yeah, I can knee it around and go, hmm. Kind of like that look now. Turning a table a quarter turn, I go, oh, that's a nice look. So, yeah, it's
2: fun. Um, I was just curious, how do you have some of those hard conversations with sellers? You know, something like smell or something they absolutely love within their home that, you know, buyers are not going to love as much. How do you go about telling them some of those things in a nice way Um, and yeah what do you think
4: well sometimes I'll you know we discuss what the new buyers the younger buyers are looking for Um, they're you know um, a little reticent about taking things out we just go through the the trends and most people are are really it's just hard for them to make that decision to take it out so hopefully when I'm talking to them we kind of come to a um, conversation where this is kind of a give and take, and then I explain why we're doing it. And since, you know, people are searching online, I'm all about the photographs and opening up the room, that large concept, that open concept for the rooms, the light and airy feel. Um, the harder conversation conversations probably sometimes artwork. It's depersonalizing, taking out, and most people know taking out personal photographs. But sometimes it's just smaller artwork pieces getting those off the wall and making a bigger statement with one larger piece or grouping them together. Um, give me an example. Do you have one that um, you've had recently?
2: I was actually kind of curious about, um, well, definitely about, I've had just people's things that I could tell. Um, one person had quite a bit of alcohol. <laughs> um, so I was just curious right. about that because that can kind of be a deterrent. Um kind of everywhere they had alcohol, but for me, I was like, this might win me over, but (laughs) other people, (laughs) maybe not. Um, But then another one was smell that I was curious about, like uh, cigarette uh, smell or cat or anything like that.
4: Yeah, well, when it comes to the alcohol, I mean, I I do um, tend to less is more, Mm -hmm. and um, we can kind of put that in specific areas of the home, um, but – you know, we don't want the camera, you know, people focusing in on collections, whether it be alcohol or collections of elephants or a little more personalized. We want it more mass market. So we appeal to everybody. Um, when it comes to animal smells, um, which is like the pet odors, um, it, it, it can be in the um, with litter boxes. And we talk about that because um, people a lot of people are sensitive. To smells, uh, shoe smells. One of the things we talk about is taking the shoes out of the entryway or the entry closet and putting them in the garage, just be- for that reason. Um, cat with the cat litter boxes, it's putting them in a place visually not so open in an open area, and um, cat litter and chain. Obviously, keeping that <laughs> the cat yeah. um, the cat litter box, you know, t- you know, cleaned out very often or. It can be as easy as getting a new cat litter box that has the, you know, the lid on it to trap some odors in there. Um, shoes, um, closets, clothes. People are sensitive to perfumes on people's uh, jackets and coats. So that's why I have them take them out of the entry closet and put them in a the back closet.
0: That's a good idea.
1: That's a really good idea.
0: I can usually tell which houses you've staged as I go through these houses, Debbie, because there's a repeating pattern to your staging designs. Oh. Which my favorite. Yeah. I don't want to give away too many trade secrets, but my favorite is the wine and tray.
4: Oh, a, oh yeah, that kind of recycles a bit. Uh, <laughs> you know, when I'm working with sellers, and sometimes the home is going to be photographed real quick, turning on their timeline, yeah. it's what do you have? What can what can I work with? Yeah, I think there's and, probably four um,
0: items that I can pick out. That's I'm like that. Debbie's been here.
1: I see apples. a cookbook in the I kitchen. See mm-hmm.
0: I see apples in a basket. <laughs> green apples.
4: Yeah, green apples. <laughs> Apples are nice and fresh, uh, and, it, and it is. People will show me while I'm on the Zoom call with them or the FaceTime call with them. It's show me what you have, put out on the counter, let me, let me see, and I give them a list of what, you ha- what they have, ask what they have, and typically is I have that in my refrigerator, right. and it, it works. It's, um, it always looks nice and clean. I think something green on the table, whether it's a live plant or green apples or some lemons and limes, it just gives that fresh feel to a room. And this time of year, having something green, whether it's, like I said, live plants, um, it does bring that outside in, into the home, um, especially when we've got all that white, blanket of white out there right now. Um, yeah, and, and a lot of it is putting lifestyle in a, in a room, which is why I put out specific things. And most people, it's amazing, most people have the same items in their home. We all think we're such individuals. We have all the same utensil holders, um and a bottle of wine a red book and two wine glasses <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so giving a room a
1: purpose is that something that you feel is pretty important
4: yes um especially when we ha- we're giving mixed messages and right now it's a little more forgiving because of covid we've got office space in living rooms office space in bedrooms classrooms and dining rooms um people are very um no we, we all know what's going on it's um we're all dealing with this, and um, you still have to live in your home. So I try and make it. Tell me what. Tell me what works for you, and tell me what your life. You know what you're going through right now, um, and let me see if I can figure this out for you. So we kind of. I work together with the home seller to make it as easy as possible for the family, but still be giving everybody the tools to get your house on the market and get it moving and get it going. So even if there is a classroom somewhere or an office somewhere, it's it's keeping it very contained in baskets and totes. And um, of course, we all want that living room where it's um, no desk in there. But um, if I can talk with the home seller as to you know, it's if we can first two to three weeks when you get your most showings, and with everybody going through those iPads, you know, quickly, you know, flipping through those pages, we want to create that. Um, wow right there. And they used to call it the wow wild, wild factor as you walked in the house. Now it's the wow factor online.
0: It's almost like you have like 15 seconds to catch somebody's attention and then they're gone to the mm-hmm. next one.
4: Two seconds.
3: Or two
0: seconds too, depending on how fast they swipe.
3: So Debbie, yeah. um, what do you do with the homes that they move out before they have it on the market and so it's empty and then you do your virtual showing um, or your virtual staging, which makes it look like a pottery barn home and beautiful But then they go inside and it's empty. What do you do? You think that they get disappointed, or
4: well, obviously there's two two versions of this: as virtual staging and, like you touched on, the physical staging. They both have their they both they both work. They're both um, tools that we can use. Um, I think the virtual staging right now, with ninety percent of the people looking online. It is a tool that um, is very helpful. Um, I think it provides space planning, um, gives a feel to a home. Um, we can you can create different moods in a home by doing contemporary, a little more traditional, um, and I mean it gives a it gives the feel, the emotional feel. Now with the um, physical staging, of course, with virtual staging, we c- you can sell online when when they go through the home. Then of course. You know, there, there is this vacant room that they're walking into, but they still have that feel of where the furniture would go. If they have a sectional, and you have a sectional virtually, they know it, it how it would feel in that room if it was there. Um, the physical staging, of course, the benefits for that would be, as you walk in the room, you get that feeling right, right there, and you can also walk around the furniture and, and sit on it, and it still gives you that lifestyle feel in there. But I, I think... There's two real factors in this. With the virtual staging, it can be instant. I mean, there's really no timeline. It can be done like that Uh, and cost-effective. I think there's certain price points in the market that um, expectations might be where they walk in. Um, What the physical staging does if there's some um, accentuating for example, if there's a busy street, and we want to deflect, you know, to have the eye go to one side of the room, putting the furniture over there. Or if there's a beautiful scene out there, then we create the furniture around that scenery of that backyard. So I think they both have the, they both are great. It's I think with the virtual staging, it's becoming a lot more popular.
3: Yeah, just I, because I think it looks beautiful online, and I really think it captures people's attention if it is empty and it's virtually staged and i also like when online you can see the room without anything in it and then it shows a view of what it would look like with some with the furniture in it virtually staged and then it gives you some great ideas on how to decorate
4: it, it does i think the virtual staging a few of a few years ago i i honestly have a hard time looking at some of these homes and and I'll pick up a couple of things where I go, that is virtually staged. That is absolutely amazing.
0: I've had people it, ask how much the furniture would cost in a virtually staged yeah. house. Like the buyers are looking to buy the furniture.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you really can't tell the difference no. at all. I know. Mm-hmm. Until you get there and then, yeah, the, and then you're <laughs> like, whoa, no, it's empty. <laughs> they have no
3: vision <laughs> at all. There's no picture there. And they're like, what? And you have to take screenshots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you on I'm, your phone. I'm and, lost. Then, and then try to mimic it. <laughs>
4: I think it does create a buzz online when they're looking through, you know, versus a vacant, uh, when you've got a vacant home, you've got the walls, the flooring to look at and a window when you've got that 3d feeling. And I do think the virtual staging does have a 3d feel to it. Um, It's not, like I said, it's not a flat um, picture anymore. It's amazing. But, um, you know, there are there, there's, there's an argument for both cases. Um, and I think it's the individual home, um, and then, of course, it's budget and timing, timeline. So I think it's just based on an individual basis.
1: Yeah. There's definitely some spaces in houses that, if they're vacant, you can't necessarily tell what rooms should be used for, or the the layout doesn't quite flow unless you have stuff in it. So for those properties, for sure, you'd likely want to bring furniture in. And if you have a bedroom that seems too small for a
2: bed, actually physically having a bed in it makes people go, oh, a bed can fit here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things I see with ones that are empty is bedrooms. People are like, ah, can this fit? And even if you tell them a queen could fit in here, they don't always trust you until they see it themselves. So I think that could be the only beneficial
4: And you know, ninety. When I was going, I'm going to go back to ninety percent. of and I, Correct me if I'm off on these numbers, uh, Jen or Matt. But ninety um, percent of the people look home searching online right now. It's also ninety percent of people don't necessarily can envision. well, I should say, ninety percent of people can't envision what unless what, and unless they see it. They can't see beyond that. So that's a high percentage right. of not being able to conceptualize how a room, the size of a room. And, you know, will that queen bed fit in there? Um, so I totally agree. Um, you know, that 10% is, um, can do it. The other 90% have a harder time with it.
0: So between Jen and I, she must be in the 90%. I don't know if you remember, but a few years ago, Um, I wanted to get a recliner in our living room, and Jen said it won't fit. It won't fit. I'm like, no, just didn't want it. (laughs) Let's
1: let's let's cut back a little bit more. Debbie, come over. It was a little deeper than that. (laughs) No, it wasn't. Uh, Matt's (laughs) parents both have recliners, and I was like, we're gonna become your parents if you get recliners. Like, we're not ready to do that yet.
4: I
0: remember (laughs) over. Who sits in my recliner when I'm not there? Now. What exactly? (laughs) But yes. So I
1: mean. Having Debbie over, she was able to take our very kind of sleek, um, craftsman kind of furniture house and make Matt's Lazy Boy recliner look right. She said, "You you need to add a a lamp over here." And Matt's like, "We don't need a lamp." I'm like, "Do you want the chair? We need a so lamp." lamp. So <laughs> mm-hmm. we got a lamp.
0: It's
4: called com- and it's called compromise. That's right, mm-hmm. yes. and, and it works. Yeah, yeah, and w-
1: when our kids are gone, they're going to take our current furniture and I'll have my own recliner. It's just going to happen. <laughs> It'll just be the two recliners yeah. that are side That's by it. side. And there you,
2: go, you have get an extra lamp then. Yeah. yeah. Have to have We're lamp. A lamp on both We sides. will officially
1: be Matt's parents. It'll be perfect. <laughs> 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 it happens to all of us. I know, I'm happens. like, this can't happen. But <laughs> Matt's parents are awesome. Huh? So if you're listening, guys, hey. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, so I thought we could play a little game. So what I'd like to okay. do is Debbie, I want you to think of don't say it out loud, but think of like the hardest thing as a stager for you to get somebody to change in their home that needs to be changed. Um, and then we're going to guess and we're going to see who's going to be the closest, okay? How are we going to guess? Are
0: we going in order or all? Yeah, us? we're
1: just we'll just go around. Okay. So um let's keep
0: the score on this. Jacob, you keep the score. Uh, Jacob, I'm just pressing uh, buttons here. <laughs> he will keep us honest. Actually,
1: yeah. Debbie can can say who's closest or whatever. Yeah, Debbie will know. But all right, so Sam, do you have something?
2: Pressure's on. Okay, mm-hmm. the hardest thing to tell someone that they need to fix,
1: or that yeah, that they need to fix, or that they need to take out or change in their house.
2: Um, I would say maybe like this is tough. Like maybe like childhood memorabilia. I don't know.
1: Yeah. My guess is getting people to remove a television set from a room that would photograph better without the television when they want the
2: television. (laughs)
0: Hmm. So I'm not sure if Sam's guess is what mine is, but I was going to say the personal photographs. Is that what you said?
2: Kind of. That's why I was kind of thinking. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to come up with something
0: else. I'm going to say paint on walls. Okay. Wall color.
3: Uh, I'm going to say the orange shag carpet. <laughs> oh. <As laughs> it's only you, been around for so long. As yeah. long as the
0: rake is still there, they're okay. Yeah,
3: got to keep a rake.
1: <laughs> All right. So what what are some of the hardest things to get people in? Who's closest?
4: You are, Jen. Take oh. the big screen TVs. Oh. Okay. So Followed up by a sectional. Oh, yeah. Those are I, and it usually has them taking out that middle that curved piece to make a, a love seat sofa combination rather than that. And that goes with the TV, but a lot of times it is convincing or trying to talk them through that big seat, That big screen TV is just a big black rectangular box and it takes up so much space. So if it is possible to um, take it out.
0: So do you see, is it still an issue if they have it hanging on the wall or is it just the image of the screen itself? Look like at—is is the spatially or is it space in the house, or is it just the image of the TV in the house?
4: Depends where it's located. If it's above the if it's above the um, fireplace, that's fine. Uh, now they have those where you can go on YouTube and actually put it as a you know a painting, a Monet painting, yes. which is awesome. Um, it's mostly the big flat screen TV, like the seventy two inches, mm-hmm. fifty some inches. That that is a um, a big issue uh, to me. It's a big issue. I can use that wall space um, to not center the furniture around the TV because I'm 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 about the furniture placement. That's the beauty of doing it virtually. I get a you know upfront look as to how these photos may look online when you actually get the pers- a professional photograph. I know where they're possibly going to stand to get that wide angle lens and I mean that wide angle look. And we've got the TV and it's right by an opening going into a dinette, but the Biggest blackest spot in the room is where your eye goes first. So I mean that's typically where you look. So I want to, you know, put something. I, I want to create a conversational grouping, and I want to, I want to create, you know, a lifestyle of memories in there. Not having all the furniture looking at one TV. I want it. I want furniture opposite. So when you know when they're touring the home, and you know, let's take a seat and let's let's look at this room right here, and somebody sit down and i wanted to converse with their husband or wife on, wow, this is a great room for the holidays. And Christmas tree goes here and this goes there. And with that TV, I just get a little distracted. So, and it doesn't, you know, a lot of people are, yeah, no problem. It's lightweight. It's not like those big box TVs. You know, it took 10 people to carry them out and take them downstairs. Sometimes if they're, if they're not as big, it's, you know, why don't we take that out for showing off that, um, like those bookshelves right there but just bring it back, you know, after uh, um, the showing's over so you can bring it back into the room because they're lightweight.
1: Yeah, for me, it's all about the f- the focal, you know, when okay. you're sitting in a room and you have the TV over here and you have the fireplace over here, it just feels like, eh, you know, it doesn't quite, yeah. it, it feels super disjointed to me.
0: So we're clearly going to have an issue if we go to yeah. Stellar House, Jen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, well, yeah, this is I, part of why I, we needed a stager. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and, and I agree. It's 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 focusing on what the people are buying at the home. Like you said, fireplace. The fireplace and TV will sometimes compete because they're next door. But all the furniture goes this way and not to the not to the fireplace, especially if it's on a, an opposite wall. Um, yeah, we yeah, have problem. Focused.
1: Yeah, Matt, of course, his lazy boy spins because he insisted on having a three-sided But then I can see the fireplace and the TV. Yep, so he spins his focal. <laughs> Debbie made this work for us. We're still married, y'all.
0: See, that's key. I think everybody has to have like five recliners in their house. So that can pivot to whatever what oh, they yes. want to look at. Forget
1: staging. Just <laughs> get, get lazy boy recliners <laughs> that rotate. Yeah. This is nice. the Dick Cornstead method of
2: staging.
0: <laughs> and make sure there's a window there Hello. so you can see birds.
2: Yeah. That's it. That's all we got to do. Yep. <laughs> a little bird watching on the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but you have to be able to spin your chair so you can open the window to feed the birds oh. because you're not actually going to like go outside and do that because that's too much moving.
0: <laughs> cold out.
1: It's cold out. Okay, so um, getting a little bit back to staging, when you have people that have kids in a lot of kids rooms I know that those can be kind of touchy areas like sometimes they're messy sometimes you have a kid who's decided that they're a goth punk person and they have you know everything is black what do you do with
4: those rooms so we'll start off with the little kids rooms mostly that's toys put them in closets and you know the kids will play with as many toys as you have out we usually talk about let's keep the larger toys in here um, what are the favorite ones? And usually from the parents, it's they don't play with any of the stuff over here. Let's let's get that out. But let's feature some of these bigger ones. Because in the camera, we want something um, to capture the room, the cuteness, the sweetness of the room, um, the larger dollhouse or um, big trucks, not so much of these um, like little pieces, Lego pieces. Um, and then we'll put them in the closet where they're still accessible to the children, but they're not necessarily out. And can You know, when I talk about less is more. It's easy to keep that house up when you've got a last-minute showing and there's toys all over. They don't have access to all those small pieces. We we still want them to enjoy their rooms, but um, for two to three weeks, if we can kind of pare it down a little bit, with the older kids, usually all I have to say is just tell them. Remember, all their rooms are going to be online. All their friends are going to see them. (laughs) So (laughs) taking down the photographs and the posters and minimizing what they have out there. And, you know, for the most part, kids don't want their stuff being shown. So they're quite happy. And engaging them, you know, with the process of what do you need out? What can we put away? What's what's accessible to you? Um, and then just keeping it mostly in their closets. And that, you know, I know, a lot of the teenagers just like their closet doors off. So it's um, getting those back on. They like the curtain and the, the lights in there. And um, it's... um. Getting them to uh, feel that it's they have part of a decision there. Let us let me know how we can work with you. Um, what do you need out? And it's you know keeping their precious pieces at, away, um, not necessarily um, expensive pieces for them, but pieces that are very um, priceless to them. That that they don't want anybody else. They're a little more private, so we can we can work with it. And as far as room colors, now um, that's when. Um, if they do, if I've got some bright pink rooms or some darker rooms, if they don't, they want to keep those room colors. Um, we can usually just get some artwork in there to kind of break up that color. If it's um, they've chosen a, a brighter, um, the pinks, the turquoises, which are very popular right now. It's um, getting some lighter artwork on the wall, that wrapped canvas piece, maybe a piece of white with a... Um, they have them with the, um, the light fixtures with the little sparkly uh, crystals hanging down or some large petally piece. And then we just take those colors, those turquoise colors, and put them on the bed. And we can also lighten the bedding up. They like the um, white comforters, the duvets. So there are ways of, of um, if the house has to go on the market pretty quick and we've got some strong colors in there, we can, I can work with it. We can tone it down.
1: So, Debbie, I want to go shopping with you. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote down, want to go shopping with Debbie. Girl trip.
0: <laughs> she also wrote down another recliner.
1: Yeah, no, that is not what I just wrote down. All right. Um, well, we, we are getting to where we're going to wrap up with Debbie. Just wanted cool. to um, go ahead and uh, thank you for joining us. Yes. If people want to contact you, what is the best way for them to reach you?
4: They um, can call me. Do you want me, you want me to give them my phone number? Sure. Uh, or they can email me, or go through, you know, get a hold of Jen and Matt, and you can always contact me. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's probably the easiest to text me. It's probably the texting is the easiest right now. Mm -hmm. All right. A lot lot of calls. Okay? Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Thank you. Fun, fun, fun. That's all I got to (laughs) say.
0: All All right, right. Thank you.
1: Yeah, we'll be talking to you soon, I'm sure. Bye. All right. See you later. Yep. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that was fun guys. I know. She's great. Interesting. Yeah. Ah. She has so (laughs) much knowledge when it comes to staging and homes and making people comfortable in making these little tweaks and changes when like if the average person said, Hey, you should move that. She can just very succinctly give them, the way to do it without freaking them out so it's also you don't
0: realize until you have a stager in there what it looks like when they're done yeah right. like you could look at a you could look at your living room whatever and say hey this is fine it's good and then she comes in makes one or two little changes and you're like oh yeah
2: yeah, you look at your living room every single day, so you yeah. don't quite realize like what a small difference. You probably wish that she would come in actually when you move in so that you have right. those changes from the start. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I took my stuff down from Christmas, and I won't put anything back up because I'm thinking, what would Debbie do? <laughs> I know! I think I put too much stuff up, so I need to minimize, minimalize Debbie, Debbie, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. What would Debbie do? Would That's Debbie for do? sure.
1: <laughs> I, I wanted to share a story that I had with Debbie. We had um, an appointment with a client. They had a tenant in their property, and this tenant was really, I mean, they didn't keep the house in a manner that, you know, was helping the house sell. So the owner had reached out to me on social media, and I was like, hey, you know, I've got some ideas. We can do this. She's like, I don't think you can. I said, I think I can. And um, so she gave us a shot, and we talked to the tenant, and I convinced the tenant to let us come in and totally stage the house, get pictures. But then the tenant said, then you have to put everything back the way I had it. So Debbie and I went over there. We like speed, totally staged the entire house. Then we had the photographer in. We got all the pictures. And then we said, do you like it? She said, no. So we had to go and put it all back (laughs) all in the same day. You were hoping she
2: would say yes. Yeah. And oh, just we were love so. I mean, so much. it looked yeah. so much better. There's <laughs> not a chance oh she would goodness. have said yes. No,
1: no, no. It looked so much better. But then we had the open house. People saw this house. It had just it'd been on the market for a long time. We had the new pictures. They could see in their mind's eye how the house should be. They came, even though it was still. It looked not so awesome again. We got an offer right away because yeah. people could visualize right. what the home could be. So. Yeah. There's, Debbie and I have all kinds of fun stories, <laughs> but some of those like staging and restaging and in and out and getting the photographer, there's a lot of uh, timing and it, it's pretty fun.
0: Mm-hmm. You do have a lot, some sellers that are really willing to do every single thing that Debbie says and some that aren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of fun when you see people that are excited to have Debbie in and they do every single thing perfectly mm-hmm. and uh, you just kind of need to see what it turns out yeah. to be.
1: It's kind of if you do 75% of what Debbie says, you're good. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, you can keep going and keep going and keep going, but it's like at some point you have to get on the market. So if people are like, oh, but this isn't going to be coming in until, you know, two weeks later. And you know what? Let's just go. Yeah. But making sure that all of your towels are rolled in the closet and all of that, that's super awesome. But if you need to get on tomorrow you're not going to roll your towels <laughs> It's like roll them tomorrow not today we got to sell your
3: house well I was reading some things too it's like if you have a lot of stuff that you need to minimalize so that it looks great for a showing and for open houses you might if you have a lot of stuff in your house and need to get rid of some furniture you might even want to rent a unit a storage unit to get some stuff out of there for two or three weeks during your showings and um it's worth it because then your house looks fresh and larger because it's not so cluttered and brighter. and
0: Yeah. So just how
2: much people appreciate like an open concept and yeah. things like that. Oh, no. I mean, that's the number one thing I hear in some styles of homes. Mm-hmm. The second people walk in, Oh, I love the open concept. So if you can create that in any way, shape or form, create any extra room. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know from showings that you're going to get your house sold a lot quicker. I
0: hear Debbie's comment every once in a while. She says, you know, put it in a tote. you got to move it anyway. Yeah. So yeah. pack it up and get it out of there and mm-hmm. put it in the garage or, or a pot or whatever.
1: Yeah, and if budgets are low, get it in the garage, you know, get it. Or a family in a, member's garage if you don't have yeah. room. And Yep, like get, get it out of, you know, when people walk in and they get that, oh, I mean, because a lot of buyers do walk in and they're like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay, I like this, yeah. you know, but if they walk in and they're like, Ooh, I tripped over something. I can't make it through. It's it's not the same feeling. So I thought we could chat a little bit about, uh, do you get more money for your home when it's staged? What do you guys think?
2: I mean, kind of like what I was just saying, I think definitely I've seen people writing higher offers, mm-hmm. even based on same bedroom, same layout, similar year built, all those kinds of things. We see a lot of homes probably in that like 320 and under range, um, lots and lots of homes. And I just see a very, very similar home, the offers being written on one versus the other, um, substantially higher. So I think it makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Um, Even small, little things creating more room, like I said, Um, but giving buyers a good idea of what their home could look like. They all want to aspire to this beautiful home and really open and somewhere that they can entertain and have friends and family over. So I think if you're able to create that, they have a vision of themselves living there. So I definitely think you can get more money.
3: Yeah. And everybody's shopping online now. So if you can have your home stage and look like something out of a magazine and it pops, you're going to get more people looking at your home, potentially more offers hopefully more a people higher that price look, then
0: more people look and more people look at actually set up showings and look at it and drives price up because that creates competition yeah
3: mm-hmm. yeah definitely
1: i know uh when people come in and they see i'd want to change that i'd want to change that that's going to cost me money then they start looking at the price and they're like okay well i'm taking off a thousand dollars for that a thousand dollars you know what i mean mm-hmm. so having this stuff done up front so people just come in and they're like oh it's moving ready Yep. Yeah, it definitely it definitely helps, and it also helps in getting things sold quicker. Like in my example with that same condo that had been on the market for a really long time, I mean, just tweaking, giving people a better image in their head of the property, we got an offer right away after it just sat. So, yeah.
3: yep, it's one first of those impressions. Things. First it's impressions gotta be good.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like Debbie was saying, just being able to create great photos because that is how 90% of people are shopping for homes right now is seeing photos, falling in love with it first and then deciding to go do a showing. They, how are you going to have them fall in love with your home? You know, it's, I mean... Just her saying that TV and how your eye focuses on that instead of what the room is all about. Those kinds of things, how much of a difference that is in a photo versus being in person, I think it's huge. Mm Got to work a little bit harder, I think, as stagers probably to create that environment for the photos to make sure it's perfect so people want to see it.
0: She does a good job at setting up um, areas and what their purpose is. One time she did like a little coffee area which had the the Keurig and the little coffee stand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she does purpose a for little yoga rooms. area. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it really is important to give rooms a purpose because if you have, like, sometimes in people's, like, lower levels, they'll have a whole bunch of rooms and they're vacant. And it's like, okay, well, what would I do with this? Well, this is your theater room. This is your workout room. This is your, you know, craft room. And then people are like, oh, yeah, that's how I could use it. But if it's just, like, a whole bunch of nameless space, you're like... What would I do with all of this? Mm-hmm. So,
2: that can be really That's important. actually funny because I just went to a home a few weeks ago that had um a smaller bedroom that could have definitely been an office, but it was a yoga room, and it was the cutest room and my buyers <laughs> talked about it and I did too. It was it just felt like it was it was a little bit of a darker room, which could have been a negative, but it felt very zen because yeah. it was this yoga room. Right. So I don't know if that was a stager doing it, but it was a great job because we all noticed it and we're like, that was cute. That's a great idea for that room. That's so. perfect. Yeah.
1: Yep, having like popcorn in the theater room, having, you know, Scrabble out in your game room, things like that, they make people go to the times of, oh, I could do this kind of Mm -hmm. thing here, and uh,
3: evoking those feelings makes people more excited about a property. Yeah, and the whole um, depersonalizing, like, that's probably hard for people. Like, you're going to take my family pictures down. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw, I like to look on Pinterest at staging and home decorating, Um, and one lady who just staged her own home for showings and had so many compliments on it, took family photos out of the pictures on the dining room wall, wrapped a really pretty um, wrapping paper around each of them, put a frame on it, and had three in a row. And I thought, that's that's genius. I mean, it looks so great in there, you know. And then it's depersonalized, and people can kind of picture their own things in there then. Yeah. Well, why don't we switch gears a
1: little bit and talk about the market? What are you guys seeing out there? Well,
3: it's crazy busy. It's competitive. Yeah. Quite the seller's market.
2: Yeah. I think it's been exciting because during the holidays, obviously, things slow down. Not as many people are going to be listing because they're spending time with family and friends and having people over. So it's been fun since, I mean, the first week of January. More and more houses coming out. But, yeah, like Diane said, there's not quite enough homes for all the people looking but it's been exciting to see all the new homes coming on the market and continuing on into spring yeah I read um on one of the stark
3: reports that last year we were down 50 percent um with single family homes on the market Mm -hmm. and it's going to be interesting this spring if it catches up or if it's going to take a while to catch up to that Mm -hmm. um I hope it catches up We have a lot of buyers wanting homes. (laughs) Yeah, with the low inventory, it is doing good things for appreciation. Yeah.
1: So last year, appreciation was um, up to 7%. So, And they're projecting uh, for 2021, like if you just average it, that it should be at least, you know, 3.8, 3.9, which if the inventory stays low, I would bet it's going to be way higher than that.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, if it jumped, if it doubled this last year. And inventory stays low, then I would think at least 5% or something like that. Mm-hmm. But with
1: all of those factors plus low interest rates, I mean, really, can you think of a better time to sell and get a great price for your property? No.
3: <laughs> sell nothing. with us.
2: We would love to have you list with Hold us. Yes. We are very excited <laughs> about selling right now. Yeah. Call minutes. Yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no, but
1: for real, all, all joking aside, it is, I mean, there's not a lot of other times where you can make the kind of money and know that you're likely going to get offers right away. And then you may have some folks that are thinking, well, okay, I sell my house, but now you said inventory is low, where am I going to go But you figure our team, we have our priority access program, so we're going to be going above and beyond, reaching out, doing way more than just, you know, sitting and waiting for homes to hit the market. We're going to be able to find you the property that you want, and um, that's, I mean, if you can make a ton more on your house and get into the place where you want to go, say you want it bigger, you want it smaller, whatever – I mean, why not? Right. Well, the and interest rates
0: make it easier too for people where they're going is going to make maybe their payments the same because the interest rates are so much lower too.
1: Yeah, the interest rates are wonderful.
0: I saw they dropped again.
1: Yep, yep, I saw they did. So lenders are continuing to stay busy with all the refis, and mm-hmm. you know, we'll we'll see what's happening with you know how you know, the country and the economy keeps going. There seems to be some, you know, positive pushes going on in the media and things right now. Hopefully the vaccine's getting out. We're going to see what's going to happen with that. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm pretty, really hopeful and optimistic for 2021.
3: Yeah, me too. Plus okay. people have to remember, you know, inventory might be low for um, existing homes, but we have a lot of great builders in the Madison area mm-hmm. that continue to build. Um, so, I mean, new... Communities are going up everywhere, so people need to think about that as an option, too. Mm -hmm. Yep, we
1: can definitely help people with building, Mm -hmm. if they are interested in land, and it's also a good time to be investing. Mm -hmm. So um, grabbing those investments and, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. continuing to start getting that passive income, because passive income is the bomb. (laughs) The bomb. The bomb. (laughs) It is. It's awesome. All right, so um, if we look a little bit more into um, the overall market staging, we talked about virtual staging and how it can be really helpful. Um, If you have a property that is totally vacant, they can't afford to bring furniture in, there's a bunch of different styles that you can do a home in. For your buyers that you're seeing in the market now, what do you think is the most popular style of furniture that you should be like virtually staging a home in?
2: Yeah, I would say, um, I don't know necessarily about style. Like I think more kind of this modern, um, there's more like Nordic style is kind of what I've seen some of some people doing. I think it's really, really stylish. I think It's kind of a classic for all time, but I do think, especially what she said, like those light gray tones I'm seeing more of, um, it feels really open. You can have kind of that kind of furniture and still have a few focal pieces of art or an interesting piece of uh, furniture or something like that. So Mm -hmm. I think modern and Nordic, those kinds of styles are are like Scandinavian, are really classic for all times, but I think particularly uh, popular right now. So are you
0: talking about Ikea?
2: I mean, <laughs> there's a reason IKEA is what it is. It's yeah. IKEA. Yeah. I
1: love IKEA. Uh, it's yes. dangerous. I make Matt go walk around there, and it's like a whole day, or it was. Yeah. We <laughs> would Torture. go there for uh. our anniversary, and he was just like, only because it's our anniversary. And then the only thing he'd let me buy would be like a plant. Well, we yeah, all plant or a toy for like our dog or something. <laughs> Did you get
0: meatballs? I did. Yeah. yeah. Last time we went, I yeah. You
1: didn't have, you have? There's not a whole heck of a lot I can eat there because most um, of it has dairy in it. But I I enjoy going there for the whole experience mm-hmm. and the staging and getting the ideas of it. And I'm just like, I want this and I want it's that. And never. Yeah. I'm like, we're we keep going. We're lost. We're in here. We walk through everything. We don't have little kids, but we're looking in the little kids yeah. section <laughs> because we walked through it. And wow, isn't that cute? I want one of those. No. We need it. It's horrible. But yeah. <laughs> Matt's really handy, which is super helpful because he can put all of these things together. We, ended, we Our furniture that we have in our living room is from Ikea.
0: The whole set. <laughs> you had to put it <laughs> all together. The only together. thing that's not Ikea in our living room <laughs> is the TV and the speakers.
1: Mm-hmm. that's because we had young kids and our kids basically destroyed our previous furniture. Yep. So I'm like, let's go to Ikea. Let's get some furniture. They can destroy it. Then they can take it to college with them. <laughs> and then we're going to get way. nice furniture. Yeah, i actually had
0: to repair the ottoman because they broke it. And so I had to actually put new wood in there and re- repair yeah, it. It has been. Because <laughs> they may have been jumping on it when they're little, jumping up and down on the okay. ottoman.
1: It's extremely solid now. Yes. So <laughs> Matt has nice. helped the Ikea furniture. But I mean... It it works. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No. I think another um another style is the modern farmhouse. Mm-hmm. I love it. Big Joanna Gaines fan. Um because it has all of the neutrals, the greys, the whites, a little bit of black, a little bit of brown, some green plants, and um it um is warm. It's modern and yet it's warm. So I'm a big fan of that too.
0: There's a uh one of our preferred Builder's Viridian Homes in the Madison area has a model of a farm-style house. It's really? It's super cool.
1: Wow. I got to see that. You see a lot of people now having like those barn door type sliders and, yeah. Matt's sister has one of those and I was trying to get out of her restroom and the thing fell off the track. <laughs> oh, wow. So, was <laughs> the so I was Nobody trapped in the was. bathroom. Everybody's outside partying. I'm like trapped in the bathroom. That's <laughs> That's amazing. That's never- yeah so Did you
0: climb up the window or something?
1: I didn't climb out the window. I was like banging on the window and somebody <laughs> saw me, and then they're like, "What are you doing? I'm like, I'm stuck in the bathroom
2: That's amazing That's so funny. I'm a little
1: afraid of those slider doors, uh, but they do look cool as long as they stay on and you don't get trapped. yeah <laughs> oh yeah all of the things <laughs> thank goodness there was a window where i'd probably still be there
3: <laughs> yeah matt would be i like, was gonna say matt might have thought my shed. yeah yeah eventually he get would home. have found yeah. me yeah. <laughs> was
1: i know but then uh brother-in-law came to find me and he just like he fi- as he's fixing it he was like doubled over laughing at me i'm like really <laughs> i'm like just get me out <laughs> I mean, you were stuck in the bathroom. So yeah. that's I was. Yeah. I was. You were stuck in the bathroom. Yeah, I was. You know, things things happen. All right. So, you guys, when we uh, we talked a lot about staging appreciation, let's just kind of wrap it up. So, for twenty twenty one, what are you thinking? Are you
2: bullish? Um, I'm really excited about the market this year, as we kind of already talked about on the seller side, it couldn't be a better time to be selling on the buyer side. It's exciting. Um, especially if you're living in Madison, I think it's going to be growing in the next few years, um, as kind of that medium sized city, we're only going to keep growing. So I think if you are looking to buy and sell, the interest rates are great. The housing market is looking very, very good for 2021. And, um, I think the time is now. Definitely, yep.
3: Bring the sellers. Sellers come on the market. Put your houses on. It's a perfect time to sell. And um, I'm excited to help the buyers and the sellers this spring. It's going
0: to be a great year. Top ten places to live, Madison, Wisconsin. All ten, huh? All ten out of twenty five. Yahoo Finance. It says um, we're number. We're in within the top ten. What nice. number? Nine. Green Bay is number eight. Believe it or not.
2: The Packers are. Yeah. The Packers yeah. fans are saying that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. all the Packers. <laughs> They're fans having a voted. good season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Next year, who knows? Mm-hmm. Exactly. We'll get your
0: house listed now.
1: Yeah, I'm super optimistic about 2021, and uh, just with interest rates and how everything is kind of going and improving, I, I think it's going to be great. So it's going to be great, it's y'all. Great. That it's is a great right? segue for the end of our podcast. So we will sign out. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of It's Gonna Be Great. Make sure you follow on Spotify or your podcast platform of choice. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys.